that God isn't working. That's what faith is. It's standing on the word that promises his counsel and his work will go on forever. You see that word for plans there? In the Hebrew, that word means to think, to calculate, to invent, or to imagine. Now, I like the calculate part, being the math person that I am. It's used in other places in the Bible about measurements and designing things. But I love the fact that God is a God of creativity and that he invents, he imagines, he plans, he calculates down to the nth degree exactly what he wants to happen. Do you know nothing in your life is out of his control? There's not a millimeter of your life. There's not a nanosecond of your life and your endurance that he doesn't have calculated, figured out, planned, imagined. He's, he's going to work it all for his good. Amen? That's the truth. So that plan there means to calculate, to invent, to imagine. It means God does great and awesome things and they're laid out there for us. Do you know when the psalmist was speaking about how God was working in his life in Psalm 92, verse 5, he said, how great are your works, O Lord. Your thoughts are very deep. Do you know what the word for thoughts there is when God thinks about us? It's the same word for plans. In other words, God really touched me with this. Shelley, my imagination, my calculation, my invention, my creativity, my plan for your life is very, very what? Deep. Isn't that beautiful? We see it going from how it applies to the whole world to the psalmist kind of musing about how God does that for individual people. And it just thrilled my heart when I went to Exodus chapter 26 and verse 1 and found out the word there for skillful workmen is the same Hebrew root. Invent, plan, imagine, calculate. When God told Moses and the people of Israel how to build the tabernacle. Now, how many of you are familiar with the tabernacle in the Old Testament? It's beautiful, isn't it? Do you remember the curtain that divides the holy from the holy of holies? That's kind of a, I don't know if you can see it in the lighting, but the beautiful rich colors that God told them to use to do that. And then he told them to embroider gold cherubim into it. Here's what the verse says. It says, Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twisted linen and blue and purple and scarlet material, and you shall make them with cherubim, the work of a skillful workman. Now, I was going to put a picture up of some artist's rendition of what they think that curtain looked like, but I decided, no, I'll put the rich colors up there and leave it to your imagination because we don't know exactly. But one thing we do know, that curtain was beautiful. The Bible actually says, I did a devotion on this not too long ago, that God specifically called people to do that. And he called people and he actually put his Holy Spirit on them to be creative and to sow this stuff. So women, I mean, the Holy Spirit is in our creativity, amen? But here's the point. Those beautiful, beautiful curtains were the result of skillful workmen there is the same Hebrew root as his plans go on forever and his thoughts about you are very deep. It's the same Hebrew root repeated twice. The Hebrew word is written twice there. Can you imagine how beautiful that curtain looked between the Holy of Holies and the Holy Place? A work of sheer beauty. It would have amazed us if we could stand and look at it. 
That's the same word that God is telling us applies to our lives. Have you ever felt like your life just wasn't beautiful? God is building us, each individual, into a a creative, beautiful, down to exact specifications, imaginative, rich edifice. He's making us into a beautiful creation. And as he sends us out on the storms, why is he doing it? To help make us into this beautiful, trusting creation that stands in awe of him. The plans of his heart go on forever. As I'm going to close this, let me ask you a question. When the Bible says God's plans go on forever, what did God originally plan when he created the universe? He made it. How did he make it? Anybody? Make it bad? Made it good. He made it good. He actually made the earth for us. Do you realize that? He made us to be on this earth, and before we ever sinned in Genesis 1.26, he said to Adam and Eve, work this land. Subdue it. Take dominion over it. Harness, harness the stuff of the earth. Make buildings. Build societies. Learn how, mani- how to manipulate wood and fabric and make beautiful things, didn't he? That's what he said before we ever sinned. That was his intention, that we would rule and reign and build and work and enjoy and explore the ocean depths and build Legos. Seriously. Legos, you know, in a, in a far removed way, they're all a part of subdue the earth. Harness the stuff of the earth for your enjoyment so you can bring glory to me and what I've given to you. But he wanted and intended for us to do that in perfect walking and harmony with him, right? He originally made the earth to be exactly as it ought to be. Were there tornadoes back then? Natural disasters? No. Cancer? No. Mental disability? No. Imperfect eyesight? No. Strained relationships? No. Divorces? No. Separation from people you love? No. Was there any mental trauma at all, emotional strain? It was never meant to be that way. His plan was for things to be as they ought to be. And if we would have gone on without sinning, we would have been harnessing the stuff of the earth and making cool things and playing guitars and building Legos and building buildings and enjoying writing books and reading books and singing and architecture and all the things. We would have enjoyed those without strain, without imperfection. Does everybody get that big and grand and glorious picture? Okay. That was the plan of God's heart. Has it been thwarted? My friends, that's what heaven is. Jesus is coming back to remake this earth, to purge it by fire, not to destroy it, but to make it right again. Second Peter chapter 3, go home and read it tonight. Meditate on it. He's coming back to make this new heavens and new earth. And it's not going to be boring. And you only play a harp if you want to.
and you only have to eat cream cheese and sit on clouds if you think that's a cool thing to do. That's not what heaven is. Heaven is reality. It's God's plan goes on how long? Forever. Well, we have friendships in heaven. I've had teenagers ask me through the years, Mr. Printer, will I be able to play basketball in heaven? Absolutely. Do you think that heaven would be any less exciting than earth? He made this to be paradise. This reflects the plan of his heart. Yes, my, the athletic director says, right, on that one. Yeah, we'll be playing basketball. Absolutely. But there's an athletic director. We'll be, I, I'm, I'm, for people who can, you argue this theologically if you want up and down. I'm going at it with you and I'm, I'm stubborn. When you get to heaven and you see me there, yeah, playing Legos. That's right. I've taught my little nephews the reality of heaven. Because we need to talk to our kids about heaven. Do you know most teenagers I run into don't even want to go? I think it's boring. What? We're supposed to be waiting for Jesus to come back. We're supposed to be looking for him. He's coming back to people who are waiting for him. Heaven's going to be awesome. And I've taught my little nephews, yeah, there'll be Legos there. And this will all be that way because of Jesus Christ who chose to pay the price for you and I so that we could be a part. Listen, I want to tell you something. This is the convicting part. God's plan is going to go on forever and ever. He is going to do it, my friends. Is anybody excited about that? He's coming back. The plans of his heart will go on forever and ever. Now, whether you are a part of that or not remains to be seen. Only through Jesus Christ the living Word of God. Only through believing in the living Word of God and having the imperishable seed planted in your heart will you see this come to fruition. You will either fall on the side of being frustrated. The counsel of the ungodly is going to be frustrated and nullified. But people who are born again by the Spirit of God, the plan of God goes on forever and ever. And on a Sunday evening, after a long weekend, is that exciting? So cool. The plans of his heart go on forever and ever. I'd like you to bow your heads with me for a moment.